The Love Gurus podcast is starting now. The Love Gurus are comics that bring comedic wisdom to the savages asking bizarre relationship questions on the internet. Your hosts are Suzanne Leah Shepard and Jake Vevra. I am the Love Gurus pet robot Cassandra. I love you. Oh, Cassandra the robot, greatest goddamn marvel of modern invention. Oh, introducing the show, great as always. Uh, we are going to have another quarantine episode like we've been doing for the past ever now. Uh, Suzanne, how's the apartment treating you? Yeah, it's good. We actually went for a walk today. And, and I did, I did, and here's, I'm a hypocrite because one thing that is my huge pet peeve is when you say to uh, people, listen, we're going to go on a super long walk or we're going to go out tonight, but we're going to walk a long way. So wear appropriate shoes. And there's always one person who like shows up, has like five inch heels, walks sure. like a block and it's like, my feet hurt. It's like, well, we fucking told you wear good shoes, right? Yeah. So that's what I want that be. But guess what bitch did today? Uh, we went on a walk and I wore flip flops and like <laughs> 20 minutes in, I was like, my feet hurt. Nice. <laughs> Suck it up. You did the thing, but the opposite. See, most of the time women were like, oh, I'm going to, add a big heel you're like i'm taking away from the soles completely i'm going yeah. out there with just a thin piece of plastic and that's it i was basically yeah getting back to uh trying to channel native americans by basically wearing no shoes and um so what you get yeah, for appropriating native I, american culture that's fucked up yeah so now when it walks it looks like i had like violent anal sex like it is like oh. my feet hurt so your bad it's like waddling and you're, you're filthy are they filthy too no, I did take a shower, but they weren't okay. Nice. I've never had my feet messed up from anal sex. That's fucking rough, man. That's a rough, <laughs> a rough afternoon. There's a lot of Molly involved in that one. That's like 3 a.m. Bars are closed, and I'm all gacked out. Well, on what else are they supposed to grab onto? Uh, and you might have to curl your feet while you're getting pounded in the ass. You exactly. Know? Wow. Yeah, how do you, how else do you like indicate? you're going to cramp up. You don't know. You don't know. Yeah. How wow. else do you indicate that they're doing a good job if your feet aren't curled when you have a ball gag in your mouth? Like, it's so intense. You just twist like that little girl in the ring. Just <laughs> all, all convulsed. That's right. Crawling through people's TVs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a girl from the ring. Nah, it's just a meth head. Just a meth head. Had a good time last night. Party too hard. She's trying to steal the TV. She's not coming to kill you. You deserve to be in that well. Yes. Yes. You deserve to be in that well. <laughs> Fucking meth head. Stop trying to crawl down wells, looking for goddamn cans for change and shit. Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to our show today. We have two amazing guests. Uh, first guest, returning guest, hilarious stand-up comic, Paul Spratt. Welcome back to the show, yeah. bro. Thanks for having me. I, uh, good, uh, Suzanne wasn't here the last time I, I was here. So. I think I uh, the last time. time Paul was on, I asked him to be on the podcast, and then I was like, I'm not being on the podcast. Nice, <laughs> nice. I took I it personal. I took it personal. <laughs> I can't remember why I wasn't on the podcast, but I'm sure I had was a good sick. Time. That means it was for something very important then. I think that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm out. I'm not working with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I can't be there today. Just know I'm not going to make it. I, I believe <laughs> that. Just know, me. fuck Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like well, it, was luckily, anger, it was an anger booking. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, uh, you're both here today, as well as our second hilarious guest and first-time guest to the podcast, another hilarious stand-up comic. People go follow her on Instagram, Twitter, all the good stuff. Maggie Lolly, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, of course. Thank you for the applause. Oh, thanks. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate that. It's, uh, dude, it's, it's, it's good vibes, man. It's, it's, it's yeah. good vibes. 
Gotta, gotta, yeah. When uh, unless this is a, there's, no, there's no one. They're, they're, I'm sure that when the listeners are listening to this, they're also clapping. So if you see people randomly clapping in the subway or something, it's probably for you. Yeah, he's either severely, severely mentally ill or or listening to our podcast. Possibly both. <laughs> Those are our favorite. Probably, I'm guessing both. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with that's both. our demographic. Severely it is <laughs> way our demographic. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, the psychiatrist like, what are the voices saying to you? And they're like, clap for Paul and Maggie. I mean, yeah. seems logical, right? If you've never been court ordered to take medication, we don't want you as a listener. You know what I mean? That's that, just not who we're going that. for. Or as a guest, you know, or as a guest. Or as a guest, or as a guest. They're boring. You know what I mean? They're boring, unmedicated people. Exactly. If you're not medicated, but, you're a loser. Yeah. We, 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 there, there's a word for, for, for well-adjusted human beings in the podcasting world. Uh, fucking boring. Fucking yeah. boring. If you've never, <laughs> oh, if you've never said my body is my temple, then fuck off. We don't want you. No. Yeah, I thought it was more fun because I was unmedicated and just letting the fucking voices and everything go wild. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, well, that's okay. Optimus. Sorry. Right. Well, roll, we're going to roll our uh, comment back a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, yeah, bonus, <laughs> bonus if the court has told you to take medication that you have dumped down the fucking toilet <laughs> or sold to kids that don't need it. You know what I mean? Okay. That's fun. Those, that's what we call our unicorn guests. Yeah. <laughs> it's, times are tough. It's a pandemic. I have to make money somehow. Absolutely, man. Sell sell your sell your psychotic medication to school children. They're stuck at home. They got nothing better to do than to crush that bad boy up and snort it off the back of a CD. And they're they like, gotta get ready to go back to school somehow, right? Exactly. So <laughs> let's try these meds, buddy. Let's get it yeah. together. Only way to do it, man. Only way to do it. Um, but also let me plug our, our unofficial fifth member of the show, uh, the white wine that I'm drinking. Uh, today <laughs> I'm I'm drinking Gemma di Luna. Uh, it is a Pinot Grigio product of Italy. Uh, it's nicer than most of the shit we usually drink on the podcast. This was like a $15 bottle. I usually uh, usually try to keep it around the $10 range. I usually don't don't break double digits with the show that often. So no, honestly, now I'm like... It's like a, a wine that a Disney princess would drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> fancy bottle that you have. Very fancy and blue and go- yeah. sparkly. <laughs> this is what got Cinderella so drunk she left her fucking shoe behind. You know what I mean? She got, she got trashed off of it. Gemma, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why she's like, I don't know where my shoes are. She's actually <laughs> drunk on that wine. <laughs> right. Why isn't Sleeping Beauty away? Because she had too much Gemma <laughs> de Luna. <laughs> she was blacked out. That's right. That well, creepy prince know. didn't even need to slip anything in that goddamn drink. Because this is strong Pinot Grigio, people. Knocks people, it knocks you right out. It's got, uh, where's the alcohol content on this? I don't know, but it tastes <laughs> they, they keep it a secret on the bottle. They keep it a secret. <laughs> it's just got little Z's right next to the percentage. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right at all. Well, the good it thing says, is that if it has such a high alcohol content that you go blind, you can still do the podcast. You can still talk. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm quarantined. I never need to use my eyeballs again. Just my beautiful podcasting voice. That's all I need. As long as I keep that, we're good. Seriously, but it is it is good wine though, man. It's it's really smooth, uh, re- uh, really really smooth. It has a really nice aftertaste to it. Uh, fruity, uh, not 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 too earthy, but goddamn it, it's a nice one. This will go with anything. This will go with fucking anything. I'm doing I love how as earthy is a description of wine. Yeah, like uh, it tastes kind of earthy. Right. Like I don't right. want anything that tastes earthy. Yeah. <laughs> right. It tastes and like this one doesn't. 
Yeah. No, thank you. Thank you. Fancy dip. Because like the other descriptor for wine that drives me absolutely crazy was when people say that it has a lot of pepper. I'm like, pepper? Yeah. I don't know if I've heard that one. I hear oaky a lot. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, like oak makes sense right? for like whiskey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a smoky. But, but no. not for wine. No, I definitely, yeah, pepper, like peppery, like a peppery red, like gross. <laughs> Peppery means they're so drunk that they're drinking a margarita and don't realize it. They're going to be trashed. <laughs> they're going to be trashed after two more of those. Nice. Well, speaking of trash, uh, a lot of trashy people. Uh, yes, trashy yes, yes. For the, for the podcast today. I mean, my, 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 my. Uh, every week I keep thinking, you know what? These questions are going to get back to normal-ish. They don't. Good, good, good. Let's hear from our first wild animal on Yahoo Answers. People, if you have any questions you would like to write into the podcast, write those questions to loveguruspodcast at yahoo.com. Let's take our first question from the wild animals on the internet. First question. Does he love me or is he using me? I've been in a relationship with a man for six plus years. He's 71 and lives in one state, 50 miles away, and I'm oh my God. one and live in another. Both of us own our own homes. My dog has restricted me from being home only on weekends. He would come to my house on Friday and leave on Sunday. We spend holidays together and went on vacations, all at my expense because he lives on a low fixed income and I make much more money than he does. Since I retired 10 Oh, she's ago. a sugar mama with a 71-year-old man her own age? That's yeah, fucking sad. It's so I guess, yeah, that's still sugar mama, yeah. Uh, since, yeah, so since I retired 10 months ago, he's perfectly content to see me every two weeks. We still spend holidays together and go on vacations, but he does, does not stay any longer than three or four days unless we're on vacation. I want him to spend more time with me, but he seems anxious to return to his hometown. He's retired, and when he gets home, he spends his time hanging out at the local barbershop with his friends. Um, when we oh my God, it's Barbershop 17. I love every one of those movies. I'm glad they're making a sequel. <laughs> this one's okay, yeah. So I am divorced, but he's never married. I recently learned from a confidential, reliable source that he was asked when he and I are going to get married. He replied, never. He also stated that if he did not marry the love of his life, then he will never marry me. I was devastated to hear this because he knows that I want to get married. When we're together, he's very good to me. We talk on the phone daily, and he seems content with our relationship. We have a good time when we are on vacation. Should I confront him with what I've learned and end the relationship, or keep it quiet as if I didn't know what he said? So... So, so this is a wait. She's gonna confront him with something that he told her. Well, she she found <laughs> she found this out through a quote unquote a CI. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> she found a CI. <laughs> she yeah. So this this is a relationship that has been going on. She said six plus years. So when they so they started dating when they were both sixty five. Now they're both seventy one. And well, they were just kids back then. Now it's time to get serious. <laughs> right. Now it's to put time to put a label on things. <laughs> yeah, seventy yeah. one. Come on, <laughs> might as well just ride it out until you die at this <laughs> point, right? Like, <laughs> like eighty and be like, I don't know if we want to put a label on things or whatever. She's just, <laughs> yeah, like, we're we're a little bitch about things. She's a little bitch. Exactly. Like I'm not. I'm not trying to age shame by any means. I. The, I. What I'm about to say applies to anyone over the age of. 
32 in my humble opinion. If you're, if you're in a relationship, <laughs> if, if you're in a relationship and you've been seeing the person for more than six months and you haven't decided on a couple things. One, like if you want the relationship to eventually turn into marriage, or even if you're exclusive together, if like that is not something, then you just need to realize that that's probably not going to change. Like, I, I just feel like once you get to a certain point, you kind of like know what you want. And so it doesn't matter if you're 35 or 71. I don't like, how is it going to change? Especially so if it's been six years and he's still like, Ooh, I don't know. Like that was a conversation at 66 that they should have had. So like age. <laughs> at, 66. Um, yeah. at this point, why do you want to get married? You're 71. Hey, Fuck it. Cares? You're on death's doorstep. What <laughs> about getting married? Okay. I, okay. I Just bang every other weekend, live your dream. Off. He doesn't love you. It's so clear. It's been clear since day one. <laughs> Ever since I was a girl, it was my dream to be married by 73. <laughs> I've only got two years left and I'm too old. I'm just just I just 71. I, well, but think about it this way. Think about it this way. Yes, you're on death's doorstep. Okay, you're on death's doorstep and I get that. But what if you're like, listen, one thing I want to do before I die is to get dressed up and have a really fun, like special day, like a wedding, you know, like have like that big special party. Like that's like your last thing. And then you could die happy after that. Like I, I do kind of get that. Like I understand that. So however, the other side of this is that, listen, you're also 71. So the chances as a female of finding another like dude who's single at that age are Probably not a lot. So either you decide, okay, I'm gonna really try and go find, gonna find someone at 71, yeah. and try and go get married again. Find Tinder, get found. Yeah, Tinder. Just cruising nursing homes at this point. That's right. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> she's got to look at one thing. I will three. I don't know. We'll see how many I end up with. She's 71. <laughs> Listen, they're begging every other weekend. They're old. They probably need two weeks to recover from a you know a serious fuck weekend or whatever they're doing right right and see apparently his dick still works so that's a plus right yeah. so what's yeah, she so mad a, about you find a 71 year old man whose dick works well what do you what do you, you know it's a glass also, full kind of problem. Him, he's just gonna take more of her money you know yeah one year old loser on social security who has nothing going on who just chills at the barbershop and does doesn't work or anything like you know, yeah, you're also bringing up another point is because it's not like, because when young people date losers, like sometimes they date losers and it's almost justifiable because it's like, well, they're still young. They could grow into a right person. But when you're a loser at 71, you're forever going to be a loser. Always was, always will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, true. What's yeah. the cutoff? What's the cutoff of growing out of a loser? <laughs> like, I, I, hope, I hope it's not... I feel like you could be a loser in your 40s and then kind of get your shit together by 50. If you're not, right. not a loser by 50, it's over for you. I think that's very I, generous. I that it's very generous. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's generous, then, right? I hope this yeah. guy just gets worse. I hope she comes home after a long day of whatever she does at 71 and she finds this guy just like on call of duty calling kids young enough to be his grandkids like homophobic <laughs> slurs and stuff. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, Gerald? <laughs> what are you, you're on call of duty. You were in World War II. What are you, why are you, why do you want to relive that in a video game? What, don't you have flashbacks from that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
All I ever remember, my grandparents is wanting to stay the fuck away from each other. So I don't know why she wants more time. <laughs> like yeah. my parents, yeah. they never wanted to be around. Well, but they, but, it, but they probably, how long have they been together though? Like forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what, you know, once you, yeah. But I, I think, I think at this point, like she kind of, you know, she's kind of made her bad. And, and I think that for her own sanity, she should just embrace, embrace the situation rather than try to change it. She needs to look at herself as, uh, I was a badass bitch and made a lot more money than this douchebag. So, uh, you know, like empower herself that way. And then also say, okay, well, listen, he's not going to spend more time with me. So I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And, you know, because when you first retire, like a lot of people do die, like shortly after retirement, just because they don't know what to do with themselves. So she needs to like, ASAP get involved in like some community service project or something, you know, to fill her time, learn to her work, you know, yeah. she, she <laughs> let go of this guy. Honestly, this woman makes me feel like there is no hope. Um, <laughs> I am eight, I'm 28 and I ask the same questions. Does he love me or is he using me? And she's 71 asking the same fucking question. Yeah. It's, like, there's no, there's no yeah. it's never, I thought, I thought the same thing when I first heard this question. I'm like, my life is never going to get any better. And she doesn't have self-esteem. Like years later, (laughs) there is no hope. It's just just that knowledge that it's never going to get any better. So I don't know why I give myself anxiety about getting better. So I try. I'm just hanging on to the fact Maggie said I still have 13 more years to still be a piece of shit before I have to get it together. I'm I'm writing that on a little stick it note on my mirror every morning. You know what I mean? I'm gonna say, look, Maggie <laughs> you said it's affirmation. You yeah, have yeah. I have till fifty to get my day. shit together. Maggie says exactly you have till fifty. Inserted like a, a little like a self explosion device in my body that will. <laughs> <have a shirt. laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think that I I think that if I were yeah talking to this woman, I would I would just say, look, it's never gonna change but you do have a companion because I think that honestly at that age, what's worse than having the, what would be worse is to have no one at all. Just because like, you know, someone to go on vacation with and travel like that's fun. And it's also difficult to find at that age. And so I would say, look, you have someone to go on vacation with just, you know, do your own thing and, you know, maybe hit up your own local bar. Who knows? Like, you know, yeah, go hang out at your own barbershop. <laughs> yeah, serious. That's a good spot to cruise for you. Get a haircut. Like, you know, I, yeah. Like what, isn't retirement supposed to be about hanging out at the hair salon and drinking, drinking white wine spritzers all day? Like that's what I, yeah, that's true. I you think at a certain scary. age, it's just not about going, I don't know if he really loves me or if he's just another player in this senior citizen home, just another notch on the bid post, you know? Like, I I don't know, man. That's it's sad. It's, it's just depressing, yeah. And, and, and plus, if he's 71, he should at least have cool stories by now. She's mentioned none of that, <laughs> yeah. you know? If there's no cool backstory, I don't want. I don't want to know that seventy-one-year-old. This Fuck guy's yeah. probably awesome. He yeah. probably has the best stories. If he's, if he's got, yeah. But but that's the thing. She, you think she would have mentioned at least one of them? You know, I I would at least have some cool stories by seventy-one. You know, am I going to be rich or successful by seventy-one? Probably not. But I'll have some cool stories that you know some lady will be able to throw on Yahoo Answers about me. You know, just some kind of redeeming qualities. This guy seems to have none of that. And yeah, she's complaining about not being alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's just afraid of being alone, which I get. I mean, that's just a, lo- a lifelong worry. 
so apparently. Sure. Yeah, and this pandemic's making it more aggressive when you're like, am I alone during this pandemic? Yes. And are people on the internet complaining about their significant others? Yes, they could go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's even rougher if you're 71 because you're like, A, I don't want to be alone. B, if I find somebody, good chance they're going to breathe on me and give me the fucking black plague for anybody over 65. <laughs> yeah. And so it's a yeah. lose-lose. Yeah. Well, so I this woman does get her dream wedding. And then dies the same exact day. You know what I mean? <laughs> why why doesn't she just do the thing that um, women are doing nowadays and marrying her when they marry themselves? Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Oh, yeah, that sounds so sad. That's I would so tell her sad. to try to stick it out with this guy another six years. That's way worse. You know what she should do is plan a vacation, but a surprise vacation, not tell him about it. And then he shows up and it's just the wedding. <laughs> like he walks up, like surprise. Let's do this. Like dress up, dress fancy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. At seventy-one, you can't be that afraid of till death do us part. It's it's just like <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's not that long, right? It's like that's that's like a quarter of a mortgage these days. Like, come on. <laughs> also, you guys are bringing up a good point. If she has a lot more money than he does, and he he kind of ha- and he's that age, he has no incentive to not marry her. Like. Worst case scenario is he spends a bit more time with her. Best case scenario is that she dies before him and he like gets the rest of her money. Like true. So he must really not love her. Is it? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) In conclusion, he actually agrees. Yeah, he loves her less than the idea of not having to go back to the into the workforce at (laughs) seventy-one. That's a very low level. If he has to give up chilling at the barber shop, he would rather die. Because you he's know still he's keeping his options open. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess for for me to answer her question, does he love me or is he using me? I, I'm going to say he's using you, but it doesn't matter. I, you know, there's a it's there's there are puts and takes for this relationship for sure. But at at this point, just yeah, just ride this wave. You've you've caught the wave. Just ride it till the end. Just use yeah. each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I say go the other route. I say we need to get a, a hold of um NBC. Who does The Bachelor? Is that NBC? We need to do a 70 yeah. plus season of The Bachelor. That would be an balls. Yeah, balls an incredible show. Yeah. <laughs> would you this is, this is why I don't like The Bachelor, right? They would Oh, um I my heart is so invested in this person that I just met 2 weeks ago on this show. If I don't fall in love with them, I'm just going to go try to have to find another relationship being young and good looking and successful. No, I want somebody who this is their last fucking chance. This is like Russian roulette for love. You know what I'm saying? Like this is (laughs) is either all or nothing right here. You either win The Bachelor this season or you die alone. That's it. They That's should do Love is Blind, but for 70 plus. Yeah, exactly. I like both of these spinoff series. That would yeah. be infinitely better than what they do now. Oh. And the fun way is you can get eliminated two ways. Either you die or you say something <laughs> racist and get canceled off the show because that's the risk. <laughs> Everybody. are terminally ill and above 70. Those are all the good <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that show would be so much more engaging. 
My favorite food is smoked fish, and uh, here's my thoughts on Colin Kaepernick. By God, yeah, be a lot of interesting thoughts. <laughs> they're like talking the next day, and they're like, "Oh my God, I had so much Metamucil on the date. It was crazy." <laughs> oh my God, my boom mic has fallen off. It has happened. No, that's is that part of the show as well? Because I feel like that could happen with these guys. It could be. <laughs> oh, no, it's broken. Uh-huh. It was up in the air. It was stiff and doing oh, what it was man. supposed to do, and now, now I've strained myself. Medic, they just <laughs> they just slip all the old dudes Viagra during the show and just see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're just doing bumps of crushed up Viagra and Molly. You know what I mean? Just to kind of uh, make 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 the show more interesting. I would. They just it. have to do the Love Is Blind interviews with the raging hard on and see how focused they could be. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've never actually seen Love Is Blind. What's what's that even about? Oh, it's so great. It's 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 great. It's it was on Netflix. It, well, do you it's on eat? Netflix, you can watch it on Netflix. But basically, um, people are in these pods and they're not allowed to see each other. But they either in five days have to propose to each other, or pro- the man has to propose to the woman or they have to break up, but they have five days to decide without seeing each other and only talking to each other through a wall. This sounds, this sounds like something out of a fucking Saw movie. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. How would you do yeah. that to people? It's incredible. Some of the couples lasted, though. It's crazy. Yeah. See, yeah. this is why this is why I fucking I always thought it was ridiculous when you'd have like the homophobic people who didn't want gay marriage. They would go, "Well, the sanctity of marriage is like, dude, we turn it into game shows that resemble like fucking it's it, it's like ninja warriors for your 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 wedding ring finger. Like this is crazy. This show. Yeah. It's not even like The Bachelor, where it's like, well, you get to know each other over lots of brunch and like I, I don't know scuba diving trips. This is just like a Guess based only off their voice in two minute increments. And it's like, what do you, what? No. It's- <laughs> well, the other thing is that people are also happy to sign up for it, which is just an oh, indicator yeah. of how great everyone is. And how <laughs> that, you are. You know, and that if you have a significant other who won't stop bothering you about, hey, when, when are you going to propose? Why do you, it's so important. It's like, okay, no, it's not. Marriage, it's marriage is dead. Minute, marriage <laughs> is dead. Look at this show. It's dead. It's meaningless now. <laughs> we'll just make a game show off Maggie's idea. Where it's like, <laughs> that's all the dudes are 50 and the show's called, this is the best he's probably going to be. <laughs> I like that. And I don't even, I don't want, I don't want like a good 50. I don't want like a, like an aged Sean Connery. Oh, I'm, I'm successful. I'm good looking. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a silver fox. I want, I want a cool 50 year old, but like a fucking haggard one. You know what I want? I want the fisherman in Jaws. You know what I mean? Just the old fisherman in Jaws to come out and just, and, and, and the lady's got to be somebody who would like totally bang the fisherman in Jaws too. Like I'm not, I'm not throwing like a, like it's not going out there. It's going to be, you know what I mean? Just a Denny's waitress from the Midwest. That's who, and it's just going to be guys going, I got my leg bit off in World War II. They bite into you, into you with those black eyes, like a doll's eye. And he's got cool stories and fucked up scars. That's the kind of dudes I want on this show. Like fucked up 50-year-olds. Methods. Those are the kind of dudes that you want on the show or that you personally want, Jake, because you've got a lot of conviction. That was a detailed description. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like you've seen a video or two about this before, Jake. And he, yeah, he's, he's gonna. No, I'm not projecting or anything. I'm just saying. Deep guy from the on the fisherman from Jaws. I, I want him. Yeah. I mean, I want him to have yeah. like like muscles, but not like he worked too hard for him. You know what I'm saying? Like not a gym rat, but a dude who's kind of built. That's kind of. 
a guy who works outside, and that's how he gets his muscles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like on a boat. You know what I mean? Eats healthy, eats a lot of seafood, that kind of thing. Nice. So yeah. his arms and chest are toned, but he has that giant beer gut. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. a hard as rock, but it's like that beer gut that like doesn't jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Just a keg. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, are you, any other closing thoughts or do we feel like we answered that question? I mean, I don't know what her, I mean, I guess, yeah, just, she should try to do a season of Love is Blind. Oh, my God. She, <laughs> Love is Blind, but every other, like, they're all, like, good-looking and in their 20s, like most of these dating shows, but one person of each gender on every show is just a 71-year-old with a hot voice that still somehow sounds young. I'd be, I'd be into it. Yes. Uh-huh. And they just okay. pull the curtain away. And it's just like, hi, I'm 71-year-old Karen. You know? And, like, that's hilarious. That's fucking You just hilarious. see the other person have a fucking meltdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's part of Love is Blind is when one person meets the other and they think that they're hideous. That's the But they were, like, in love while they were in the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we, we go full-on, like, Russian bot, and, and we make a million fake Twitter accounts to where, like, if this 25-year-old doesn't want to at least fuck this 71-year-old a couple of times, they're ageist. You know what I mean? And it's like you fell in love with them <laughs> oh, before oh, you saw, you oh, just because make Russian old. bots about this. That yeah. would, no. real people would go after that. You don't have to make bots for that. Yeah. I mean, we, but we got to make bots to at least, at least get the trend started. You know what I mean? At least get the, <laughs> get the pile on started. You know, you get in there and you break her hip. All right. You don't <laughs> judge her by her age. All right. You right. get in there. Just because she's old enough to be your grandma, you don't want to spend the rest of your life or her life with her, you bigot? Come on now. Yeah, seriously. You just shame that fucker. Uh, yeah, so, I, so like I said, so her question is, does he love me or is he using me? I, but I, any other closing thoughts? Or I feel like we answered that question. Using you just to get free haircut money. Dump him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We answered that question properly. Next question. Next question on the Love Gurus. People, give us your questions at lovegurusspodcast at yahoo.com. You know you've got questions, and we've got your answers. Next question. I need advice on this situation. I'm 22, and the guy is 34. We dated about a year ago, but have broken up since. We're still in touch and talk almost every day. He doesn't have a career and always has kind of been jealous that I have a BA from a good university. He has a BA in film from a school in San Francisco. He hasn't been able to do anything with it because, according to him, his then-girlfriend would stop him from getting jobs in the industry. He lost contacts and connections and now lives at home with his parents. He signed up for classes at a community college, yet he still doesn't know what he wants to do. I sat down with him and told him what paths he can take. Um, he hinted that he wanted to sit down with someone to look through all the classes that the college has to offer in order to pick a career that's right for him. But I didn't do this because, honestly, I didn't think that it would be helpful. I tried to help him in other ways. Then one day I sat down and decided to do just that. Sit there with him and look at classes. I don't remember what ended up happening exactly, but we started fighting. I told him that we sh he should talk to a counselor, that they would help better than I could in that instance. But he didn't like that and freaked out on me. He loved saying that nobody was willing to help him. How do I handle this situation? How uh -oh. would you... <laughs> Man, as much as a douchebag as this guy is, I, I can't help but uh, identify him with a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, it's, 
He's, uh, you know, you, you, that's a, it's a hell of a gamble. You're going all in. You're going into the entertainment industry, and now you're in your mid-30s, and you're, you're doing a fucking podcast out of a basement. I get it. It sucks. I'd love to blame all my ex-girlfriends for this, too, those whores who didn't help me. I'd be on Netflix if it wasn't for those cunts. You know what I mean? I get it. I get it, buddy. Me and this guy, we're the same. Me and this guy. Hey, cast me in your next movie. If you, buddy, loser boyfriend of hers whose film career didn't work out. If you get a deal with Netflix, cast me. I'm hilarious. Me and you are the same. Uh, yeah. Well, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I think that I identify with this person. The <laughs> girl I, or the dude? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I identify with the guy, certainly. And so, therefore, my advice to, the, to this 22-year-old girl is to run. Like, yeah, get yeah. from this guy. No offense, Jake. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, don't worry. If my niece came up to me, my 22-year-old niece came up to me like, uh, Uncle Jake, I'm banging this dude who's just like you, and he's blaming. I'm like, oh, oh run, 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 run. That's yeah. all. <laughs> Immediately stop. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe it's even a question in her mind as to whether or not this guy should be in her life. You know? Oh, yeah. Man. I mean, that's the thing is, they dated and they've been broken up for about a year. And like, why would you even waste your time? Like, what? you know, Disney fairy tale ending do you think is going to happen at this? That he's going to turn his life around and you're going to get married? No, you're going to be 71 being like, is he using me? Like, <laughs> what, what, Dis what Disney movie does a guy have a film degree and still doesn't know what the fuck to do with his life and turns it uh, around? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not any Disney movie. Yeah, that's like They're always like princes honestly, and all that other shit. This guy sounds a, like a lot of the guys I've been with, which is just <laughs> <laughs> for me. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Um, and I've gotten out and I've been happy about that. But also it's like when they were dating, she was 21 and he was 33, which is also a red flag on his end. You know what yeah. I mean? Like why yeah. are you with someone who's like 27, 28, 20, you know what I'm saying? Like it's a little weird. Yeah. yeah it does, it sounds common? a little predatory, certainly. Yeah. He sounds yeah. like a sexual predator. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> is this a Crystalia question? <laughs> 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 it's what she's is, dating Christalia without any of the yeah. Um no, but he's also here's here's why she's probably staying around because she he's probably good at sex. It's probably his only redeeming quality. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. Like, broke guy sex. I mean That's, yeah. Uh, is it that good? <laughs> Wait, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> when broke guy sex, they really hammer it home. Fuck you. That's it. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I sometimes, I, I, I know uh, sometimes loser guys, uh, so, so I've heard anyway, uh, they sometimes tend to fuck like their next meal depends on it. And uh, that's, <laughs> that's what she's been experiencing. If you want to get a 22 year old to pick up the tab, you really got to fucking do it right, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, there's, there's obviously so many red flags indicating that this guy is way beyond help. One, yeah, his age, he's 34. Like, he, he's 34, he's living at, in his parents' house. Oof. He also is making up a lot of excuses as to why he got to this point. But we're talking about like a, at least a decade that he's had to, to do something, to pick some sort of thing. And for someone to be like, oh, I can't, I just want to pick, you know, what, uh, uh, you know, what my career path is. That sounds like Polly Shore in what's that movie where he, um, where he's like a continual student and it, 
he like goes home with that girl for Thanksgiving. Uh, you're, you're my cousin Vinny? Nope. <laughs> it's, uh... oh, I'm, you know what? This is one of those references I'm sad that I know. Uh, you're talking son-in-law. Yes. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. <laughs> I wanna, I'm more ashamed of knowing the movie you were talking about off of that little description than I am oh. identifying with a loser in this question. Oh, my no, God. But, I, but I'm just, I, no, I, no, you're, take you at least don't live with your parents. But so, yeah, it's true. It's the, fact, the, the, the fucked fact. up basement I live in, I rent you fucking pieces. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. triggered. By your, yeah. Because <laughs> I currently live with my parents. So, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, but, 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 but you live with well, your you parents during COVID. Your own place for a while. So, I did. Because there is a pandemic. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. Going back during a pandemic. Uh, that's different. But the, but the fact that this guy, we can so easily draw a parallel to a Polish Shore movie. I mean, she needs to get out. Like if she if she doesn't take that information and run with it, then she's never she she may as well just have this guy's baby because she's never gonna get out of this. But world. also, she's young. She's twenty two, so she has some time to like make a lot of mistakes. That's you know, true. Yeah. so she wants to hang out with this guy. She still has time to fuck up. You know, <laughs> that's a good but point. when she's twenty five or so, she should get out. She should get out. So she has I three like more this. years. That's, you know, that's kind of like I usually... Maggie's yeah. ages of cutoffs and when fuck-ups are so drastically <laughs> If you're a woman, 25, fucking get it together. But a dude, 50, figure it out. Like this 34-year-old dude has 16 more years of being a fucking moron. <laughs> he can still he has some time to make a web series or some shit, you know? He can Absolutely. do something with his time. I imagine Maggie has like a Mr. Burns setup where it's like she's sitting in the chair and people walk. Walk in and they like give their staff. They're like, "I'm 51 and I don't have a job." And she's like, and "Just pushes a button." Based off Maggie's descriptions, um, if she's pressing the button on you, you really fucked up, dude. That means you're over 50 and haven't gotten it together yet. You like, dude, thank her for pressing that button. Yeah, she's got she's got a button, it's but a mercy she's, kill. It's a mercy kill. Yeah, she's a benevolent ruler with that <laughs> well, fucking thing, dude. You know, well, of course, she's not stalling. Yeah. You want like that well, guy Gordon, that's in Singapore for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's got the button power, but she's really fucking generous with it. Well, according to Maggie, she says broke guys know how to hit the button the best. That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which She's giving self esteem to losers. She's giving you guys redeeming qualities you didn't even know you had out there. And you're going to whine because she's pressing the buttons on some of you? Fuck you. Go back to the barber shop with the rest of your 71 loser friends. Your 71 year old fucking uh, nothings. Maggie's the chick that you walk down the street when you're a dude who's like worked hard to get your shit together and she's with some fucking dope and you're like, what? <laughs> like, I've tried so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and Maggie's like, no, nah, you don't understand. This guy's got a film degree. <laughs> he's making yeah. finally in his seventh. He's his seventh. mom, but he has a degree. So <laughs> he's, he's using her money to make a great movie. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think we answered that question. I think we did too. Uh, learn while you're young. You know, that is good. Otherwise, you're going to be 71 years old wondering what the hell happened to your life, why all your boyfriends are losers still. It's like I always tell the high school kids, do what I did. Do most of your hard drugs and get most of your arrests while you're under 18. It's still in the juvenile court system. It goes away <laughs> magically at 18. It's awesome. They never invite me back to high schools to give that same speech twice, but I've helped a lot of fucking kids with that. <laughs> Do all your hard drugs young. That's what I say. 
Anyway, uh, let's take a quick commercial break and hear from our somewhat sort of sponsors. Listeners, top off your wine like I'm about to do. Don't go nowhere. We will return shortly. Oh, good people listening out there on your phones or your computers or your microchip that's already in, in you because you're one of the early test subjects. A- a- anyway, uh, wherever you're listening, I have a delicious Pinot Grigio that you got to try. It is called Gemma di Luna, product of Italy. What part of Italy? Jackson Height, Queens. No, no, no. Uh, actual, <laughs> actual Italy. It's, uh, it's, it's good, man. It's a really, really smooth one. Uh, comes in a, comes in not a see-through bottle. It's, it's like baby blue. It looks like some shit from the '60s. Disney princess colors. If you are a Disney princess who's like, I'm fucking tired of that prince cheating on me with other princess. Today is an afternoon for the girls. We're going out to brunch. We're getting fucking wasted. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna drink nice Pinot Grigio. This is the Pinot Grigio for you. For the proud, strong, independent Disney princess who don't need no prince. Gemma D. Luna. Get you some. The wise man once said that money can't buy happiness because the Love Gurus podcast is free and they're back from break now to bless your ear holes with greatness. I love you. Oh, I love you too, Cassandra the Robot. Best goddamn robot ever. Uh, we are going to take more questions with our two amazing guests, Paul Spratt and Maggie Lolly. We are taking our next question from the, the, the wild psychopaths on Yahoo Answers. Next question. My boyfriend is moving from med school. My boyfriend went, uh, wants to move to the Caribbean for med school. He didn't get into any med schools in the United States due to a low GPA. It's unofficial, yet he's thinking about it. I've read up on people's experiences, and a lot of people mention that it's more strenuous than the United States schools. He's going to be spending four years there, but he still wants to be with me. We've been together for five years, and we've always talked about getting married and having kids. But honestly, I don't want a long-distance relationship. I don't want to get hurt if he cheats on me over there. He's going to be with people who get his situation, and they'll click. Plus, island fever. I just want to be realistic. What should I do? (laughs) So here's, okay, this question strikes a chord for me because there is, and I hope to God she doesn't listen to this podcast, but let's be honest, she doesn't. Okay, Uh, so (laughs) girl. Yes, she does. And I'm going to bad mouth her. But first, Susanna, go ahead. (laughs) A girl that I went to high school with who's like extremely high strong. Like she's definitely smart, but she's like very, very high strong. She was, she's one of those people that she was always like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor. Well, she went, you know, went through undergrad, applied, and the same thing happened to her, where she didn't get into any of the U.S. schools. So she went to and got her medical degree or whatever from her Caribbean school, came back to the United States, and, and, and then she would do, she would post shit on Facebook, and it's like about people dying, like people in her care And it's just like, holy shit, like, why are you a doctor? Like, it seemed so scary. And so basically, I I think everything's fine now. Once once she became a doctor back in the States, people were dying in her care? Yeah. Like, she, I just remember this one, and she, because she posted this one Facebook thing, and it was like... Like, what were they dying of? Because sometimes people would just die in your care anyway. I guess that's true. Surgeon and fucking up surgeries. 
it's yeah, like, like I can't, honestly, I can't people are croaking that's a problem but like, yeah I mean it's it's obviously very convenient for my story that I can't remember any of the details <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird why is there a community college option for medical school like I feel like if you don't yeah. get into yeah. the good ones Thank you're you. done Thank like you, you shouldn't want to get heart to transplants but don't want to leave your apartment university of phoenix will make people. you a fucking heart surgeon tomorrow right if you go to also, med school in the caribbean should you be allowed to practice in the u.s shouldn't you go to well also let's i don't know if you guys have also seen the netflix documentary about the dude who was um the the baseball drug guy who like got convicted for like supplying the drugs for Derek jeter that guy also had i think it was from like costa rica or something but he, uh, he, he basically was like the, the medical, he wasn't a medical doctor and he was like prescribing anyway. Um, so, so that, so. Yeah. I, I had an ex-girlfriend that had Costa Rican breast implants. I couldn't do it with her with the lights on. I mean, it was a real fucking Mrs. Potato Head Picasso situation going on there, man. Yeah. It was okay. rough. So I, so I feel like I've gotten this off, off track, but here's, here's what I'm saying is that she's with this guy. And so, so I'm giving that for a background of maybe like this guy's character. So he can't, he, he's going to this Caribbean medical school, which seems weird. Seems like it's kind of like, I don't know if being a doctor is for you kind of situation. She's like, we've been together for six years. He's going to be there for four years. I'm worried about him cheating on me. I just feel like he should go to his Caribbean medical school and she needs to move on with her life. Like this seems like the universe being like, bitch you do not want to get involved in this like this is her like opportunity to get out absolutely yeah i think she needs to leave i mean he has a low gpa you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's also another reason that yeah, red awesome. flag red flag <laughs> but but any u.s medical schools what a loser another loser <laughs> another what? loser. he's got a low P gpa before the age of 50 he could turn oh, this thing around right. he could turn his gpa around <laughs> The tide could turn. You're right. He could get that That's GPA right. up. <laughs> if we're being graded on on the Maggie Lolly bell curve, uh, this guy, you know, he's still a C plus. He's still a C plus. I don't think she should give up on him yet. Yeah. You know, I would have said that before you convinced me in an earlier question. Now I think this guy, you know, we've definitely heard about worse guys, right? Like yeah. definitely the guys in the previous two questions were shittier for sure. This guy is a, so first guy was, was a 71 year old who can't stop hanging out at the barber shop and has, has no money and is going to die alone, but still doesn't love her enough to even take a free sandwich from her. Apparently. Uh, the second guy was, wait, what was the second guy doing? It was, he was like, he was a failed film guy, right? A four-year-old guy who wants to be a film guy, but he's a loser. Yeah. Yes. So we got, we got the 34-year-old with the, with the, the failed film degree. This guy is like a 22-year-old. He's going to be a doctor. Granted, the, the Dr. Nick from The Simpsons kind of doctor, but like yeah. doctor, you know? I just feel like I wouldn't want that pressure because like the chances of him being sued for malpractice are like pretty high, but it, it seems like, right? So why would you want to, like, you wouldn't want to marry someone who's like just really shitty at their job. Like, I don't know. Am I, is that me being a... I mean, he does, he will have a job. Yeah. And that job uh, will be a doctor. Point. He'll be a doctor. He could just, he could be one of those doctors who gives like shitty ass implants in Miami or something. You know what I mean? Like, is right. that he doesn't have to be like a brain surgeon. Right. Yeah. You he know, the, be like a yeah. chill dude that's prescribing shit to you or whatever. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's, a, 
that's a solid point is that if you get a medical degree from the Caribbean, there's probably should be a cutoff of what you're allowed to do. <laughs> like, right. That's yeah. it. Well, I mean, you'd still have to tap like the, the boards, right? Like you'd still have to like whatever the exam is to get your medical license. But yeah, I agree. But if you're, if you're a doctor from the Caribbean and not prescribing medical marijuana, what are you doing? Like, I was just going to say, the Carib- Caribbean Medical School sounds like a really good name for a weed dispensary. Um, if that yeah, hasn't been patented. That sounds amazing. She should marry him ASAP. Yeah. I'm yeah. doing a 180 on this one. He's fun. And he'll bring home cool little orange bottles. Hey, we got some extra Zutafliffafin. It's a fucking new uh, synthetic opiate that they're paying us to try. <laughs> you want to crush it up and fucking snort it off of this mirror right now? He's fun. He's the fun kind of doctor. He's the Caribbean doctor. Because she's, she's also worried about him cheating on her when he's uh, going to med school. Right, that will happen. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in fever. I mean, uh-huh. he's, <laughs> I know. Seriously. This woman's uh, also a racist. Okay, we're just, yeah. That. I was going to say, I, I'm giving her kudos for wanting to say something racist, but kind of not. You know, yeah, it's, uh, she, not like she a, really... it's like chill racism. <laughs> yeah. School island racism. Do- I like it. Doctor, she's a chill racist. They they match. Yeah. You know? yeah, totally. But yeah, I th- I definitely think that they should get together. And let's not be so concerned about your significant other cheating on you. Let's be more concerned about what new things your con- significant other can learn and teach you by banging a bunch of new people. I mean, what this is this seems like a much better True. situation. Cheating will bring you closer together. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I think. Or if it. If he's a white dude in this example, and he's going to go, I mean, he's going to come back with so much more rhythm, at least, right? So he's going to get everything better, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, like the Jamaican bobsled team, but it's better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How Chad <laughs> got his groove in the first place. That's the name of this movie. <laughs> <Chad got his laughs> groove. Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm totally flipping my position. At first, I was like, man, you know, this girl needs to run, but... She's six years in. She just, this is a relationship that I think is going to age like a fine wine. And once he goes down to medical school, comes back, becomes a doctor who can, I don't know, have an orgy with 78 people, result, like, I don't know why you'd want a different kind of life. Also, she can cheat on him too. Totally. I don't understand why people do this. Why don't you just go, hey, We'll get back together when you get back. But four years, let's just fuck other people. You know what I mean? Like, right. if you think, like... Yeah. Because this so is why we make it everything harder. Still keep in contact and then, like, visit each other as you can. But just, be, like, just open the relationship up. Right. Like, me at 36 do doing that with my girlfriend now, <laughs> like, oh, four years. with Like, that kind of sucks. But me doing that at 22... I'd be, I would rather fucking kill myself. Are you kidding? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> you don't want to miss out on those golden years, certainly. No. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta spread that love. Um, uh, yeah. So, I, I mean. I'm kind of concerned, yeah. though, because now that I'm thinking about it, I do get concerned when there's lack of details in important areas. The important detail that I feel is left out is what country in the Caribbean? I feel like. If my girlfriend was going to med school in the Caribbean. Um, I might be like, oh, she's going to med school in the Bahamas. Yeah, if you're going to, I don't know, medical school in Haiti, Jamaica. what's happening? Or, uh, you, I mean, you know, does, it, does the country really make a difference? Yes. For the fact what? that 
they let you in if you don't make it into any of the American schools. Like that should be just a cutoff for all of the islands. <laughs> Absolutely. And while that's probably true to some extent on all of them, the fact that she didn't say a country means he probably didn't say a country either. And if he's just going, where am I going for the next four years? The Caribbean, I mean, I, she, he's like the husband that Carol Baskin sort of may have killed in Tiger King. You know what I mean? Just a lot of mysterious connections. And the, where am I going? The Caribbean. Where in the Caribbean? Ah, one of the islands, you know? Like, it's just, <laughs> yeah, what a genius. not even sure. Maybe he's not even sure, you know? I, yeah. I genius think, lie, though. Where you're just like, right. I'm going to go to the Caribbean for four years and get a degree. He just goes to Michigan, lives a different life for four years, comes Whoa. back. He's, just a, he's a, a, a medical marijuana doctor because you don't even need to be yeah. one. He's like, no, I'm going to open a dispensary and like, you know, prescribe people stuff. <laughs> There's definitely the lack of detail. They, I would have listed a country. Especially if this is somebody, this is my significant other. This is where I'm going to go for four years. So, oh, where, where am I going for the next four years? North America. North America. <laughs> oh, 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 really? Really? Oh, I'm, I'm just going Western North America going Western is more specific than the Caribbean. Right. I'm spending the next oh, wait, four years not. in Western Europe. Just Western Europe. I'm going to a Western Europe med school. You know what? Doesn't that sound a little fucking weird? Doesn't that sound like, oh, you're you're the bad guy and take it. I it get, it. Worse, I get it. It'd be worse if you're if you're going to an Eastern European uh, med school. Right. <laughs> worse than the right. Yeah. That's worse. But definitely Caribbean. That's even lower GPA. Even lower. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like, oh, you're 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 going to study to to kidnap Liam Neeson's daughter. I see you. I see what's going on. I get it, Mister Doctor. Yeah, you're great at fucking sedating women, huh? And getting fucking ransoms. That's what's going on here. Now give us a, a million dollars. You never see your daughter again. That's that's the kind of medicine that fucker's doing. Uh-huh. How great would it be if, like, in seven years' time or something, a movie comes out and it's about some girl who was engaged to some Caribbean medical doctor, and then he becomes a an international like spy, kidnapping people, or whatever. And we fucking called it on this podcast, right? It's what is your boyfriend going to be doing down there? Giving El Chapo a fucking face transplant after they break him out of prison. That's right. And ironically, richest doctor in the country. Oh yeah. He's making a lot of money from that, for that, that couple of days of face transplant. That's a good point. You know, if you could figure out how to give El Chapo a face implant in jail, not only would you be a renowned, brilliant surgeon, you'd also be fucking loaded. Maybe that, maybe that's what we should, maybe that's the career we should pursue before we're 50. Yeah. Oh yeah, facial reconstruction. <laughs> there should be more of that. There should be more of that. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. There's no money in podcasting anymore. You're either making a hundred million dollars for selling it to Spotify like Joe, Joe Rogan, or the the next tier down is you're making a few hundred bucks for for selling stamps.com or something, or you're making <laughs> next to nothing like we are. Maybe getting a free wine bottle out of it at most, right? I say we quit podcasting. And we try to fucking break El Chapo out of prison. All right. That's the only way we're going to make. So if we have any fans in South America right now, maybe who, who work for the Medellin cartel and kind of want people that are near Brooklyn, you know, we can, uh, let's work with them. Let's try to break out El Chapo. I also don't think El Chapo needs our, hasn't he broken out of like three jails at this point? No, but he's like, he's legit. He's, <laughs> he's legit in, in a jail in yeah. Colorado now. So he's who knows? Superman. Maybe Jake, you know, maybe the four of us have some sort of insider knowledge about the jail that 
the Sinaloa cartel has not thought of. At this point in, in 2020, I feel like we have a better chance of successfully breaking El Chapo out of the Supermax in Colorado than we do off making money off podcasting. So yeah. I've decided that we- And we've got time on our hands. We've got time on our hands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're in quarantine. We're still going to do episodes every week and take questions from desperate people on the internet. But as a side thing, we're going to be trying to break El Chapo out this entire time. Every episode, just know that. So listeners, if you have any good ideas, if we have any listeners, let's say, who uh, live in Colorado and have a job, let's say, as a guard in a certain Supermax, come right into the podcast with your ideas. We definitely will, will break you in on this and we'll what? Get you free bottles of Gemma de Luna Pinot Grigio in the meantime. <laughs> yes. I did, I did watch Prison Break through like three times so i i think i know Dude, one of us needs to get full body tattoos with maps and get in there <laughs> <laughs> yeah because there's no way to kind of remember those goofy fucking pictures he tattooed on himself <laughs> you're a genius who has this fucking like rain man without the stuttering kind of fucking brain but you know, I, I can't remember that eyeball on my arm that that would be fucking weird <laughs> right i gotta fucking completely you know sleeve myself from head to toe yeah, yeah, yeah. And be small enough to fit in a big pipe. That's also important. Yes, yes. <laughs> no fatties. Um, yeah, well, I think we answered that question. I think we did too. Uh, next question on the Love Gurus, people. If you have any questions or you have any ideas for helping us break El Chapo out of prison, write them to lovegurusbroadcast at yahoo.com. We are going to take our next question from the animals on yahooanswers.com. Next question. No interest in girls. I've been in a long-term relationship with a girl that has two boys. They're 22 and 20. Neither one of them have ever been interested in girls. Never been on a date, never had a girlfriend, don't talk to girls on the phone, absolutely no interest at all in girls. They don't even try. This is not normal, and I've gently tried to ask their mom if she had any concern that they show no interest in girls. She says that they are not gay and always had some kind of excuse as to why they don't show any interest in girls. What is going on here? Uh, the fucking geniuses. That's what they are. <laughs> now, this is a guy asking this question? or yeah, yeah, so this is, it's a guy who, this one threw me off because he, he says, I've been in a long-term relationship with a girl that has two boys. So normally when someone, then he goes, they are 22 and 20. So I'm not trying to, I get when women call themselves girls, like, you know, if it's like, if you're going out with the girls for the right. weekend, but if you're arguably in your 40s and they're like, I'm dating this girl, she has a 22 year old, like, just say a woman. We're not, right. I, you know, we're not offended. Um, said the word girls like 12 times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, girl. So, yeah. So, so you know my favorite thing about these uh, PTA uh, uh, girls that that come to my PTA meeting. Uh, <laughs> I keep getting older, but they stay the same age. Uh, <laughs> I love these classic, girls. Classic, classic days and confused. Who knows? Nothing hot. Forty-two-year-old girls. That's my favorite. So far. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love forty-two-year-old girls. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah. So he's he's been in this long-term relationship with a woman. Forgive me for putting words in his mouth. Um, who has, who has two sons that are 22 and 20. And he's, he's so worried that they're not showing interest in girls. And the, his, his partner is saying, oh, they're not gay. And he just, he needs explanation as to what's going on here. 
mind your own fucking like, business, you so creepy much. stepdad. Like, being fucking creepy. Yeah, it's like this, I mean, can you imagine, like, Carl, your stepdad's, like, trying to get into your business and, like, <laughs> hey, hey, Steven, have you talked to any girls today? Like, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> yeah, why are you begging chicks right now? Fuck off, you're not my dad. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like this guy. This guy is, like, interested, he wants a younger girl in his life by way of these young boys. You exactly. Know what I mean? He wants to be looking at to like catch old, yeah. you know, and he's just like trying to live vicariously through these boys. So. Yeah. In a strange yeah. way, I commend him for that because he keeps <laughs> girls all creepy and shit. You, you know, he clearly wants to fuck an 18 year old, but he's doing the right thing and fucking a 45 year old instead. You know what I mean? Like it's, I don't it's know. A good so you're he could be creeping. He's got that demon in him, but he's like, silence, demon. We'll have sex with an age-appropriate woman while calling her girl. You know what I mean? Like it's a good, it's a good compromise. I feel he, he, be doing he likes being called a girl. Maybe this forty-five-year-old yeah. woman likes being called a girl. She feels youthful. You know, yeah. makes her feel I young. Thought, that's not necessarily my main point about this question, but it does. I, I don't know. Think it like, takes validity, validity away from the guy. But I like Jake's point of the idea that. He's like having sex with his age-appropriate partner while he has like a periscope into the son's room and like, you know, so that he can like watch as his, the son is like banging some other girl. And that's where he's like, listen, we need to get these, get these hot 22 (laughs) chicks in here. I don't know how I feel about how you just forcing a fetish on. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Oh, you broke well, up. That's what we think about oh. you and your opinion, Paul Spratt. Oh, where'd you go? Cut out. <laughs> oh, come back. We'll have to. We'll have to pick that back up. Yeah. I. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, this guy. He, he doesn't. He does say that he's been in a long-term relationship, but I. You know, it's it's the thing about step parents is meddling is never a good idea. I. I had a stepmom for a long time, and she started out okay then turned out to be not okay and i just think fuck off fuck right off like anytime she gave an opinion after a certain point i'm like fuck right off like yeah like you're also if you're the type of stepdad that's going on yahoo answers to ask about this the kids probably don't want to talk to you anyway so maybe they are banging younger girls and just not telling you you know, uh, yeah, well, that's the other thing as well is he's like, I don't see these, but yeah, these Why guys talk to you. Yeah, exactly. I, I think my, that- my mother's lived a full life. I've had about four stepdads, right? Um, and I've never appreciated all four of them uh, this much until now. I've never had any of them asking me weird questions about my sex life. They just fuck my mother, keep their mouths shut, and move on like gentlemen. And- <laughs> <laughs> We we hilariously commented that no one cares. Well, I could hear it was weird. I could hear you guys. Oh, you could hear us. Oh, so I heard everything you guys said. Shut off and your audio. But uh, it, you come it's a back. fucking monsoon down here now. So not only did I, really? I'm in North Carolina, so oh. there was like an earthquake this morning. Oh. Now it's monsooning. Oh, shit. It's Damn. the fucking end of the world down here. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, oh, it's clear no, here, man. Just we a signing. Bad two days ago, but yeah, wow, yeah. that's fucking crazy. But wait, just but assigning can... a fetish to this guy? That's what I was talking about. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> just like, oh, he just wants to view, vo- what is it, voyeur? Is that what it is? Yeah, voyeur. Or yeah. whatever. 
Very just like, wife. I just want to watch you bang chicks. Like, yeah, that's not what he said. What, He's just concerned. What, <laughs> based on what I read about the question, how does that not just fit perfectly with yeah. his personality? You know, that, that really, like, fits in. I'm not saying that – I'm not like – oh, I'll bet this is the guy that donated a million dollars to Children's Hospital. No, like this is the guy who probably wants to be a voyeur. He's probably going to buy maybe... a little in some photo <laughs> yeah, has a sixth sense about this. She can, she can sense people's fetishes. She's a kink whisperer. Kind of <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> on, where's the, she just shakes people's hands. She's like, you're into fucking feet. That's weird, you know? Specifically, the, the 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 ring finger toe. You know what I mean? The one next to the pinky. That's what you like. And then she just walks off, and the guy's like, "Holy fuck, that was weird." How'd she know? <laughs> but maybe he's just worried they're gonna be socially awkward, and that they're like they don't be like school like shooting like uh, mass shooters and waiting, just sitting at home, just not talking to anybody. <laughs> Like he's like, I'm a little concerned you guys don't go outside. Like, get some sunlight. I would love if this guy was secretly the hero in this. Yeah, if, if he was just like, I, you know, I, I stopped the next fucking school shooter by getting these kids late. Uh, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> Listen, but think about it. The one thing that's in common of all mass shooters is they weren't getting laid. That's like, true. I think that's, <laughs> that's how psycho dudes are. These guys are probably playing a lot of video games. Uh huh. That too. And that's probably they're not fucking. You know. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're listening to the song Jeremy by Pearl Jam with nipple clamps on in a fucking heated sauna room for some reason. They're crazy. According to TikTok, a lot of dudes who play tons of video games have tons of girlfriends, which really blows my mind. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good point. That's, yeah. Well, I don't know about that stat. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at TikTok, it's always girls like, my boyfriend plays Call of Duty too much, and he shows him playing Call of Duty. Like, break up with them then. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> that, is, that is a lot of girlfriends complain about that shit. That's, you're right about that, yeah. But there's sort of an, an upper echelon of dudes that just play video games all day. Because if you just play video games all day as a dude, you're either A, a loser, which you probably are. 99.9% .9 chances you are. However, if you fall into that 0.1%, you're a multimillionaire who's playing them in a mansion and you Very have true. followers yeah, on fucking... 12-year-olds can make a lot of money. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was there's it, the dude who won, um, uh, was it Minecraft or Fortnite? was like some 16-year-old kid and like there was like some annual tournament and he won like a million dollars when he's 16 yeah. years old. Like, oh, that fuck, about the, gonna get some fuck the prize money. Even like they just have followers that watch them on Twitch and they make millions of dollars off. So you're saying it's very similar to podcasting is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And so basically if you guys are listening out there and you're playing video games and you're not a millionaire and you know how to break El Chapo out, you got some ideas, you need to write into the podcast. We can maybe come But don't worry if you're not 50 yet. Still time. Still time. Still time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think we answered that question. Should we? Um, should we do one more quick lightning round question? Absolutely. Quick Great. lightning round question on the Love Gurus podcast. People, write your questions into the Love Gurus podcast. We are going to take one last question on the show from the Psychotic Monsters on Yahoo Answers. So for lightning round, what we'll do is read the question and then just go quickly around uh, the table and get your hot take on on what on the, the advice that you would give to this poor soul. Lightning round question: uh, How can I help my girlfriend become more assertive? My girlfriend has cheated on me twice with her ex-boyfriend. She doesn't want to cheat. She's just quite weak-willed and doesn't like disappointing people. 
So whenever he puts any kind of pressure on her, she gives in and sleeps with him. That poor thing! So many dicks that aren't yours! Oh! How's she ever gonna live with herself? <laughs> Is there anything I can do to make her more confident, more strong-willed, so that she can reject him? Uh, well, my my quick hot take is grow bigger dick because you aren't satisfying her. <laughs> <laughs> also, what a great line this chick has come up with. She goes, I just don't want to make them feel bad. And then the dude buys it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh man, yeah. I didn't mean to cheap it. It's like, it's like what, who's that one guy that um, his defense against raping that woman was like, oh, I fell and my penis just happened to go in her vagina. And like... <laughs> It, like, and then just repeatedly went like this. Yeah, it's like the fact that he is buying this. He's like, oh, let me help empower you by making you more assertive. Like, what is going on? Like, yeah, she's a rock star. She's awesome. 100% goes out with her friends and is like, yo, up top. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of people think that gaslighting is a, is a male-dominated industry, that it's a boys' club, you know? She's breaking the glass ceiling. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's sidestepping this guy's whole legitimate fucking argument. Absolutely. She's, yeah. She's the strongest woman on any of these answers so far. She's amazing. This is, this is fucking insane. Yeah. These, so, oh, man. It's, it's so crazy because the first three questions were from women dating loser guys, I think. Or wait, what was the last one? Was that yeah, a and this then guy's, this guy's a loser not, too, yeah. though. Right, this guy's right. a loser this is a question too. From the loser yeah. guy. We wanted to hear from the loser guys this whole time, and now we got to. He's like the loser, but he's really the loser, you know? Yeah, yeah. 100%. So my, what I asked if there was a question where the dude wasn't doesn't doesn't make it because he asked. He's still the loser. Like, and all these no, questions yeah. still yes. sucks. And that's not the theme of the podcast in general, but it's definitely the theme of this episode. Like, these guys are <laughs> fucking losers. Whether it's the guy writing the question or the, oh, man. Um, yeah, I guess maybe if she was getting laid more, she'd be more confident. I think you need to find a side piece for her side piece. You know what I mean? I think you should have her fuck another guy while she's not fucking her ex or you. I think that might help. Uh, yeah, I mean, having control over who she cheats on you with is something. And I, I have a sneaking suspicion that's going to be her suggestion, too, is I <laughs> need to find more guys that aren't you. And it's going to make me feel better about myself as a woman. She's, she's going to go into... Get involved. Like, while she's cheating, he could jerk off in the corner. and. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was about to go that way, too, and then you beat me to it. Develop a cuckolding fetish to justify the whole situation. Yeah. yeah, you know what will raise my confidence if you watch me fuck other dudes. It'll make me feel better. Yeah, right. Why is your dog all of a sudden barking when we uh, mentioned cucking, Paul? Or is that yours, Maggie? No, that was that mine. Is Jake's. That oh, was that's Jake's Jake. dog. That was yeah. mine. It was well, they're just huge Hulk Hogan fans, and they're like, "Oh my God, is that the Hulkster? Are they talking about the Hulkster?" <laughs> and it's like, nah. I mean, although I, her ex might be Hulk Hogan. Is this Bubba the Lump, Love Sponge? Is that uh, is that what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> wait, who? Bubba the Love Sponge. Oh, the yeah, the guy. The guy. It might be. Yeah, it might be. The radio guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I guess, you know, if, if that's what he does, I would say don't, uh, don't give the footage to Gawker. Whatever you do, it'll take that company <laughs> down, you know? Now, nah, yeah, he made hey, a shit ton of money. That's that. what you should do. <laughs> oh, no, no. Accidentally... <laughs> Give it to Gawker and be like, I didn't give you that. And then soon. Oh, you're saying it, set it up. Like, with I'm making him. so much money. 
But you Gothard doesn't have any you money. You want another six hundred sixty million? Yeah. Yeah. They had to give it to the Hulk. idea, but different media company with money. Dude, I saw the most fucking self-righteous bullshit documentary about that. Um, it was a thing about how Gawker got taken down because of that and about how all these companies who were, who were um, basically supporting Hulk Hogan's legal fund were these, um, uh, these tech firms out in Los Angeles or, or uh, Silicon Valley, rather, and about how Gawker was calling out the, the, the injustice in the industry. And about how these people wanted to take him down. And it's just like, yeah, but Gawker, did you film a wrestler fucking and release the footage without his consent? Yeah, but we were, we were really calling out these corporate. Yeah, but did you film a guy fucking and release it without his consent? Yeah, but we, then, then none of that matters. Then none yeah. of that matters. You're the same as like, listen, we are a vegan restaurant who cares about animal rights and human rights. We donate to lots of progressive causes that help the entire planet were you selling heroin out of the basement? We care about Black Lives Matter. We donated to the League of Legends. Were you selling heroin? Yes, then it, 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 I'm sorry. None of that other shit matters. It just doesn't. Also, I think that was the time where there was sex tapes releasing of people that you didn't want to see. That's the beginning trend of sex tapes of people you didn't want to see sex yeah. tapes of. Yeah, that was yeah. Like, it, once it was a hoaxer, and then it was all downhill from there. Well, but that's the thing with the hoaxer is it didn't fuck him over because he was in a sex tape. It fucked him over because after he came, he just started... He said the N-word. the N-word. <laughs> like, like, he was the star of the movie Birth of, of a Nation. And it was just like, what are you doing? Like, that's the part that fucked him over. It wasn't the fucking part that got him taken out of the... sex tape, and we could have just left it at that, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan would have cared if they would have just and seen right after he shot alone he wouldn't care he wouldn't care it was literally as far as he was concerned that's what he's talking about in tape in court but it's like no no no. the the real the real damage to me that was the sort of irony of it is the real damage to him that wasn't like i can't believe a wrestler from the 80s would just fuck a lady on camera that doesn't seem like something a pro wrestler would do it's like no no it's a Screaming the N-word after you come. That's what fucks you over. <laughs> I feel like both of those are exactly what a pro wrestler would do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the 80s, it's like, dude, he's, he's got a blonde mullet and a fucking bandana on. It would be weird if he didn't scream the N-word as he came. What are you, what are you, what are you talking let's, about? Let's just, let's just wrap this all up to say that, listen, kids, spray tanning and sunbedding for years and years is not good for your brain. Okay, It's true. Yeah. It's true. And this guy should... I, I don't know, man. I guess to make his girlfriend confident enough not to cheat on him, um, the obvious answer is to get a better girlfriend, but I I don't know, man. I guess I guess this guy, if he would just literally murder her ex-boyfriend who keeps um, repeatedly cause her to, to cheat, I mean, technically, based on her story, that would make her feel better, right? If I feel like ex-boyfriend's it. got broke guy dick, That's and this right. guy yeah. is like the has your shit together, dude, and she yeah. can't. You know I, I, mean? I agree. Just <laughs> make got, a that you ain't got broke guy dick. You can't resist the broke guy dick. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I feel like if if this guy, he's still losing her to broke guy dick. I feel like this guy has got my shit together, dick, but like lower middle class paycheck, and so she's like, ah, it just doesn't work with the algorithms. You know what I mean? Like if I was getting uh, got my shit together, dick on a yacht or something, I wouldn't be. Uh, I wouldn't be going back to the riverboat casino where this guy mops the floors and uh, doing it with them in the bathroom, you know, but she's, she's forced to do that. Why? Low confidence. Low confidence. 
Yeah. All right. I think we answered that question, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this has been a fun episode. Thank you to Maggie Lolly and Paul Spratt for being yeah. on the show. Follow them on social media. Until next time, listeners, write us questions at lovegurusspodcast at yahoo.com. Share us on social media. Give us five stars on iTunes. Until next time, later. <laughs>